You are now listening to Find Your Wealth, Episode 3, Credit Unions versus Banks, with your host, Shatoria Jane Gillawatt. Man, it's time flying. We're already three weeks into the Find Your Wealth series. When I was adjusting my budgets, I realized budgeting feels like dieting. You dread doing it, but you love seeing the results. You expect to see change right then and there, but don't realize it takes time. It's a marathon, not a race. What J. Cole say, it's beauty in the struggle. Today's episode is going to be short and simple. I will be discussing the advantages and disadvantages of credit unions and banks. A lot of people don't put too much thought into picking their financial institution, but you should. Every financial decision you make, big or small, makes an impact. We're taking baby steps here. When you hear about improving your financial situation, you automatically think about 401ks, buying a house, and so on. But no, you can't run without knowing how to walk. I told you, my goal is to build you up to the next level, not skip levels. No cheat sheet over here. So credit unions and banks both provide you with the basic financial needs. This includes checking the saving accounts, loans, and other services. Credit unions are nonprofit organizations. Nonprofit organizations are organizations that do not seek profit. Any money they receive is used to better run its mission objectives. Since credit unions are nonprofits, they offer higher interest rates for saving accounts and certificate deposit, also known as CDs. They also have lower fees when it comes to overdraft fees. Since credit unions are local and not as big as banks, credit unions try to build a relationship with their customers rather than making every interaction transaction-based. When you want to take out a car loan, mortgage, or any loan in general, usually they offer you a lower interest rate. They might give you a 3% interest rate on your car loan compared to the 8% interest you would receive when a car dealership makes calls to loan companies, but that's also very dependent on your credit score and other factors as well. They are insured by the NCUA, the National Credit Union Administration, for up to $250,000. The NCUA is the same as FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. The NCUA are just for credit unions and FDIC are for banks. Mainly, what these agencies are for are to protect you and your money if your credit union or bank fails. If you had $100,000 in savings, checkings, CDs, and money market accounts, and a bank suddenly lost its money, the agency steps in and gives you your money back that the bank can't give you. If you had $300,000 in the bank, you will only get $250,000 because the agency only covers up to $250,000. With that being said, if your cash is exceeding $250,000, it's best not to put all your eggs into one basket. If you have a million dollars, get four different banks or credit unions. No matter if you choose a credit union or a bank, always make sure they are NCUA or FDIC insured. Those are the biggest advantages of credit unions, but every good thing has a bad side. Credit unions are not worldwide. Example, Chase has multiple locations across the U.S., Credit unions vary per community. The credit unions you see in Southern Illinois, you won't see in Atlanta. So location is definitely a con if you are one that travels a lot. Since they are smaller in size and location, they are not as up-to-date with technology and online banking services. While both credit unions and banks offer the same services, credit unions have less options with the services they offer. So credit unions might have five savings account options compared to the bank's 20 savings account options. Now, banks, they are more common. They are for-profit businesses. They are your Chase's, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Regions, and so on. 
They operate to make a profit. The banks I just said, I'm sure you heard of at least one of them. They have multiple locations throughout the country, so you'll find a chase in Chicago, New York, L.A., anywhere. Having so many branches, they built up a reputation. You know who they are just by hearing their name. Also, since they are big, they have to keep up with the technology. Today, online banking is a big thing. People hardly go inside the banks anymore because you can do a majority of the things online. Banks, however, they offer low or no interest fees. Since they are an organization that runs for profit, giving you a high interest rate for your savings account is not a part of their mission. They have high fees like overdraft fees I mentioned above. Speaking of overdraft fees, this is so important. Overdraft fees are one of the expenses that should be and can be avoided at all costs. If you're not familiar with what are overdraft fees, they are fees the banks take from you if your account hits negative. The median overdraft fee is $35. 63% of Americans don't know that there are some institutions that do not charge overdraft fees. Studies revealed that in 2016, Americans paid $15 billion in overdraft fees alone. Man, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not giving nobody unnecessary money. Now you see how banks are a for-profit organization. Some banks can charge you multiple times a day depending on the number of transactions you make a day. One way to avoid overdraft fees are to monitor all transactions. Another good one is to set up alerts on your phone when your account gets low. Another way is to opt out of overdraft protection. Legally, banks are prohibited from automatically enrolling you in overdraft protection. If you accidentally enroll in overdraft protection, you can always opt out. However, when you opt out and make a transaction and you're in the negatives, your card will be declined. These are the small decisions that make a big difference. Picking a credit union or bank is all about personal preference. Find out what is most important to you. Rather than being able to access your bank at multiple locations, fast and innovating technology, or having a credit union that has high interest rates, whatever it may be, make sure it's working for you. Never settle for an institution just because. You could be missing out on a lot of opportunities. Don't sell yourself short. The activity I have for you is, if you're currently happy with your financial institution, research your current credit union or bank and see what opportunities you are missing out on. If you are not happy with your current financial institution, look at other credit unions and banks in your area and see how they can benefit you. Follow and like Fondra Wells' Facebook and Instagram page for additional financial tips and updates. Have a productive week. Thank you for listening and see you all next Monday.